the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. Thank you for joining us. Robin is in Phoenix. Hi, Robin. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, thank you, gentlemen, for taking my call. Sure. I am going to retire in about three years at 76. I have no mutual funds and no 401k. My question is, should I buy or rent at that time at 76? Okay. How would you be able to buy if you don't have any money? Yeah, well... I've got these. I've got time. So currently, my income is forty five hundred a month. Two K is going to rent. Two K is going to student loans, and five. And I spend five hundred on um, daily on, on debt living. You know, living expenses. You, you, now, you're I seventy have, years old, and you have a student loan. Yes. Um, yes. I haven't paid it off yet. But I will pay it off. It's expected to be paid off in March of 24. Okay. What's the balance on it? 12000 wow. So I'm paying 2000 a month on that. 2K. Okay. Yeah, 2K a month. All right. I, I'm really curious how you end up with a student loan at your age. How did you do that? Well, let's call paying the interest. I I paid the interest only for a, a long time. So what's a long time? Uh, since t- <laughs> since twenty twenty since twenty oh five, I guess that's when I graduated. You graduated in in oh five, so you graduated twenty years or eighteen years ago, and you've been paying. Yeah. And your degree is in what? Well, that that particular degree. <laughs> I've got some more since that time, but that particular degree was in communications. Okay. All right. And what do you do for a living? I'm a quality inspector. Okay. Wow. All right. Um, the the thing that runs through my head is this. Uh, obviously, you, at retirement, have to have monthly money to pay uh, an electric bill and buy food and uh, provide shelter okay uh the largest line item in your budget for the rest of your life if you live to be 95 another 20 something years is going to be um housing and if you're renting your cost of housing is going to go up every year because rent always goes up does that make sense if you buy at least you're locked in to what you're going to be spending on housing from this point forward. So buying is good. Having a paid off home by the time you get there is even better. And of course, having a nest egg to live on. So do you have a pension in the background of this, or are you counting on just social security to feed you? No, um, I'll finish the rest. Um, so right currently what I have is a universal life policy. 
that has a cash value approximately 9000 in it. I'm reluctant to cash it out because it has a long-term care rider of, a, of 50 months on it at 4%. So that's going to give me uh, fifteen about 1500 a month just for that. Now, as I share, um, at the end, of, by the time I retire, I will have approximately $500 in pension and $2,500, I'm guessing, $2,500 in Social Security, which will give me $3,000. And, and you have no money in savings at all? My $1,000. $1,000. I got my 1000 Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I want you so to cash the universal my, in and pay the student loan down. And let's be done with the student loan very quickly. Let's get that in the background as soon as possible so we can try to accomplish a couple of these other goals, which is housing, and start to build some kind of a nest egg over the next three years. So basically, you're going to live on beans and rice for the next three years while you throw as much money towards housing, buying a home, and as much money towards a nest egg as you can throw. And both of those are going to be better okay. moves than a bad universal policy. So we've got to get the student loan in your rearview mirror to pull that off. So okay. get the student loan in your rearview mirror, build an emergency fund, and then start saving for a down payment while you're putting at least 15% of your income or more into retirement. And I want you to save as much as you can save for retirement while putting down as much as you can put down on a house. And and when you do buy a home, I want you to buy a very modest, a very inexpensive property. I am more yes, concerned I, that I, you have I, basic shelter that is locked in on its monthly cost than I am you having a home that you are necessarily thrilled with. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I want to stabilize. I'm trying to stabilize your future. That's what I'm that's my first goal. Your luxury or your comfort are secondary. But stabilizing the shelter aspects of your future next 20 years is really what I got to lean on. And uh, wow. Wow. Well, the good news is I think you can actually make a pretty good dent in 36 months on this if you'll be very focused. Um, I think that might be one of the oldest student loan debt callers I've had. It, it's it's mind-boggling. I'm sitting there listening to that. And because we're having the student loan live stream tonight, uh, it's absolutely free. Uh, RamseySolutions.com, 7 p.m. Central, 8 Eastern. It, it, it's important to point out that she is – and I don't throw this word around lightly. You know this, Dave. She's a victim of this cultural message that has said, if you get a degree, you're going to get a raise. And sometimes that's true. Many times it's not. And she kept My getting last degrees, degree and degrees was in and degrees communications, and, and I'm not in communications. Exactly. She's in quality assurance. And so you've got to be careful. These degrees don't come with jobs. You still got to go out and find them, Ooh. get them. And perform them well. And I, I'm not I'm not trying to be unkind, but there are so many people that still believe uh, you go through a layoff at 45 or at 50 and you go, I got to go get more education. Maybe. But probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Not at the cost of sitting at 70 years old to still have student loan debt. No. And see, that's the exchange that makes me so angry about. And let me just be honest. Let me be an equal opportunity offender, folks. Both sides of the political aisle are in the business of student loans. It's big business. It's a lot of money. And no one's talking about legislation or regulation. To stop it. To stop it. And to take on the unbelievable inflation this is in the not world of tuition. doing a service. No. 
You people in government are not helping. That's right. The population. You are harming the people that you're called to govern. It's a hidden tax, Dave. And, and, And people are getting filthy, stinking rich off the backs of people like her. And it really does need to stop. It really. I mean, seriously, would somebody grow a leadership backbone and send it to Washington, D.C.? This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 40% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Dr. John Deloney has a brand new book coming out called Building a Non-Anxious Life. You can pre-order the book right now for $20, and you'll get $75 in bonus items. Nearly half the U.S. population says their lives are affected by anxiety, stress, burnout. It's everywhere. But here's the thing. Anxiety isn't actually the problem. It's the symptom. The problem is we're unsafe, disconnected, unhealthy, living like we have no say in what happens next. And in this book, Dr. Deloney walks you through six daily choices to recognize and break free from a life that's spinning out of control. It is amazing. This book is selling like hotcakes, too. And we it comes out technically October 3rd. If you pre-order, you get $75 in bonus items, which includes instant access to one of Dr. John's talks, newest talk, Smoke, Fire, and Freedom. This is a great talk. And also, you're going to get the ebook and the audio book. RamseySolutions.com, Building a Non-Anxious Life. Christopher is in Corpus Christi, Texas. Hi, Christopher. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave and Ken, thank you for having me on. Sure, what's up? So, give you a quick backstory. I'm recently engaged. Our wedding is in June. I have a full-time job making 34000 a year. I also go to school full-time to be a radiology tech. I have no debt, and I have an emergency fund of twenty k. Me and my fiancé are on the same page about not going into debt for the wedding and not spending more than five k on our budget for the wedding. I recently made it to step four, but I'm confused if I should be investing 15% while also saving for a wedding and a down payment on a home. No, you ought to be saving for the wedding and for your education until you're married. Don't worry about a home and don't worry about retirement right now. Okay. You'll get, you got time to get to both right now. You need to get married, pay cash for the wedding. And, uh, even if you beef up the budget a little bit, that's okay. Your budget's not out of control on this wedding. And um, make sure you get through the school and pay cash for all of it. So you need the margin in your life to just be piling up cash right now until June. Right. 
you know, let's, let's worry about it, retirement and worry about buying a house a year or two from now. Okay. So I should just be saving for the wedding like and, and for your life. Yeah. Just pile up money right. right now. I want you to get, I want you to get your education finished. I want you to get married, lower, lower stress on both of these with a big old pile of cash. And then when you get out and the wedding is over, if you've got a little money left over, that's your head start towards your emergency fund and towards your down payment. But you're, you're, there's no, don't, don't, you're putting too much pressure on yourself to try to do all these things at once. Okay. You got time, man. You got time. How old are you? I'm 24. You got plenty of time. You're going to be okay. Christopher, I can hear your brain. (laughs) You're processing what Dave's saying, but it's, it, you're, something's got you hung up. What's going on? Nothing. I just, you're just goal oriented. (laughs) Yeah. I guess you could say that, but I, I started school late. So uh, I just I'm doing my basics right now and my remedial courses. So I feel like I kind of started late in the game. You're so you feel be- like you're behind. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not. You're not. You're, you're way ahead because you actually yeah. know what you want to do. That's right. And you got and you're, you're running down a, a very clearly defined track. Your plan you laid it out perfectly in just a few moments on the air here in front of twenty million people. That that's impressive. I mean, you really. Yeah. That, that's a great job. Yeah. You're doing a whole lot better than it feels like you're doing. You're going to get to the other things. I'm not saying don't do them. I'm just saying don't worry about them now. To, a year from now, two years from now, we'll worry about those. Mm-hmm. Right now, pay cash for the wedding, finish your degree, pay cash for that, pile up money. It's all you need to do right now. That, and that's plenty. It's plenty making 34K. Mm. Uh, that's a big enough task as it is. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it all, but not at the same time. <laughs> and I think that's pretty much true uh, in any area of life. So yeah, you're, yeah. you're going to be okay, and give yourself a break. I, there's, I could feel him beating up on himself a little bit. I'm behind. I'm behind. Yeah. No, you'll be okay. Yeah, you're the, not. The behind. fact of the matter is, with our plan, you're going to catch up with a lot of people. Oh, you're, you're probably by March. <laughs> yeah. Right. But you know why? He's a tortoise, and he's focused. And the tortoise always wins that race every time. You're exactly right. Jeremy's in Houston. Hi, Jeremy. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, thanks for having me. Sure, what's up? Yeah, so my primary question today, uh, and I probably just need to hear you say it, is trying to work out how much house I can really afford. Because when I start to look at the numbers, I begin to feel like maybe I'm going a little bit crazy, and then it just kind of spirals into, should I ever even think about buying a place, or should I rent forever? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's a false narrative. You don't have to rent forever. That's not a real option. You know that. That's just drama queen. Right. Well, no. Oh, so I don't mean to sound dramatic, actually. I don't necessarily. No, but I mean, that happens. In, we have a little drama queen. All of us have a little drama queen in our head. <laughs> and that one's that. When you spiral out like that, that's the little drama queen in your head. I mean, you know you're not going to rent forever. And you know that's dumb because rent goes up every year. So renting is a good short-term plan, but it's not a good long-term plan. You already knew that, right? I, I sort of, I sort of knew that, but I didn't actually feel that renting was necessarily. I don't mean it in a negative connotation. Oh, it's actually. negative. It's not a good idea long term. I'll give it to you. Negative. It's here's why it's negative. It's not because it's a class status thing. It's because your cost of housing goes up every year for forty five or fifty years. You're going to pay more every single year if you rent, and, and that's that's a death knell to your finances. Versus if you own. The value of the home is going up, and if you're making a payment on a fixed rate 15-year that we tell you to do, the payment is locked sure. in. 
The only reason it would change is taxes and insurance, but it won't change otherwise. And so you've locked in the largest line item in your budget, which is housing, and it's going up in value versus nothing is going up in value when you're renting long term and it and your rent goes up every stinking year the largest line item in your budget takes up more of your money every year so you don't want to do that long term but you may want to do it for a year or two while you get some other things done like getting out of debt and getting your emergency fund in place and and then um let me just tell you uh one of the things you experience when you learn to live debt-free is is that you are living like no one else so that later you can live and give like no one else. And when you live within a reasonable budget on housing, there's going to be people around you that are buying a nicer house on a 30-year adjustable rate mortgage, maxing themselves out where they can't breathe, and they're taking on a house payment that is crazy as a percentage of their income. And they don't make any more than you make, and it looks like they're winning. They're not winning. They're destroying themselves. And meanwhile, you're over here uh, in, in a much more modest property feeling like you're losing, and the reality is you're winning. Does that, any of that sound right? No, it does sound right. And, and you know, the, the numbers make me feel a little bit crazy because I feel like I earn a pretty good living. What do you earn? In my situation I make after taxes about 140,000 after taxes after 401k about 140,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we so say we say put a 15-year fixed that, rate, no more than a fourth of your take-home pay and that's not counting 401k. That's just taxes coming out of your take-home pay. So what's your take-home pay not counting 401k and a 15-year fixed rate? Interest rates are higher now than they were this time last year, obviously. Uh, the good, that's the bad news. The good news is that, that, um, you know, well, uh, there's a shortage of housing. So we're still seeing house prices go up, but you can find a house. You probably can get a seller to give you some attention right now. Inventory is really low, but, um, which is holding the prices up. But the, um, but if you can find a house, you know, if you're out of debt and you have your emergency fund, you have a good down payment, you're going to buy something more conservative than your peers. No question about it. Yeah. But again, it's not, it's, it's the long game. That's the definition of winning is yes. not, don't follow your broke friends. Right. It's not how fast you, know? you come out of the gate. It's how you finish. And, yeah. and got to remember that. It's and so you're, enticing. You're not making 500 a year. You're making 140 a year. I mean, it, it's a lot of money. It's a lot. It's double the household income average, but it's only double. It's not 4X and it's not 6X. So, you know, average house price in your area, plus a little, that's what you're going to be getting. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining in amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Ken Coleman Ramsey personality is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Nick and Laura are with us. Hey guys, how are you? Good. How are you, Dave? Better than I deserve. Where do you guys live? San Bernardino, California. Oh, fun. Welcome to Nashville. And here to do a debt-free scream, how much have you paid off? 
223,000. I love it. Wow. And how long did that take? 99 months. 99 months. Long Look at time. you. <laughs> and uh, your range of income during that 99 months? We started at 71,000 and ended at 195. Very cool. What do y'all do for a living? Well, I am a homeschool mom mm-hmm. and I also do real estate on the side. Mm-hmm. And I work for the county, local government there. Okay. Very good. Well, you guys are doing well. So 99 months, 223. Is this your house? This is everything, Dave. One to seven. Paid off the house. Everything. Yeah, everything. Looking at weird people. <laughs> yep. I mean, you live in freaking San Bernardino, California, and have a paid-for house. Yes, we this do. This is a big deal. <laughs> What's this house worth? A little over six hundred thousand. I bet it is. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Congratulations. Ding ding. How much you guys got in your investments for retirement and so forth? Uh, we have about one fifty in Roths mm-hmm. and about two hundred in a pension. All right. So that puts you at millionaire status, doesn't it? Right right there. Baby steps millionaires, right on the line anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Really close. If we throw in the furniture, we're there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There's not much furniture, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, guys. Congratulations. How old are you? 42. 42. 42 and a paid for house and basically baby steps millionaires i'm so proud of y'all thank you tell us the story what happened 99 months ago how'd you get connected with this ramsey stuff well we uh i listened to you when i was younger um probably when we were both younger dave um <laughs> and i was doing good and and uh we were moving in the right direction i worked for a bank and we went south we went on the borrowing trend and uh we borrowed everything we could we wood burning stoves credit cards everything else you can do Somewhere along the lines, we just started going negative every month. Every month, we were, you know, we were losing money. We were just not saving. We were just going red, 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 red. Mm. Until one day, I realized I couldn't pay, couldn't put gas in my car without putting on a credit card. Mm. Felt like a loser. Felt like a pretty bad father because we had just had uh, two beautiful girls, and I kind of remembered everything I listened to on the radio. Mm. Went back and and uh, restarted um, in our mid thirties, and. Mm. Then we suffered a lot over the last eight years, and mm-hmm. here we are. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so Laura, he walks in and goes, uh, this isn't working. What would you say? I said, okay, well, how do we fix it? And he said, oh, well, there's this Dave Ramsey guy, and he has this plan, and we're going to have to cut everything. I'm going to sell my dream truck. And I said, ooh, hard pass. <laughs> I don't think so. That sounds terrible, actually. You know, I had two babies, and... I I didn't want to do it, but I, I wanted to support my husband, and so I did it for about nine months without my heart in it, mm. uh, but I did it, mm-hmm. you know, to the letter, and then uh, one day, we were sitting at the dining room table, and we paid off our car, and I looked up, and I said, oh my gosh, th- this could work. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. And, ding, and ding. Light it, comes on. It, huh? it came on, and I started listening to the show, and you know it was game on from there my heart was in it and then it was different you know from then on yeah wow wow so you took nine months of you kind of dragging her along huh yeah and then she goes okay wait a minute that gum this stuff is yeah okay i like something here (laughs) (laughs) nick i picked up on the word suffering which yeah. was a little bit sarcastic, but yeah. Yeah, but I, I think he's actually, there's probably a lot of truth to that. And, and, and I want people to hear. It's not easy. How difficult this was for you guys, but how it feels on the other side. So give us a little window into what suffering, even sarcastically, meant. 
Well, I always joke that Dave Ramsey ruined my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a but, whole there's a whole internet channel on that. <laughs> <laughs> but the truth is, I mean, you're going to see your friends. They're going to be buying trucks and they're going to be start drive, driving side by sides down the road, and mm-hmm. and they're going to be having a lot of fun. And there's going to be a time where you have to suck it up and you have to say, "I'm going to get some," and I'm not going. I'm going to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think for your normal working family, you have to pay a price. Um, if you just if you just wander through. Um, you'll wander right into debt just like every, all the Joneses and you'll be comparing yourself. So I think there's just a time where you have to have discipline and you have to say, hey, this is hard, but it's the best, best thing for my future, for my girls, you know, for, for the rest of my life. And so that's where, where, where your temporary pleasures, I think we, um, we had to put aside for a minute and we had to focus on our goal, mm-hmm. which took a long time, took eight years. Mm-hmm. So what's the dream now? 42 and you guys are debt-free house and everything well how does that change your vision well our first dream was to come to nashville to <laughs> check it off the box baby. Check, you guys. You're, there. you're there one down yeah so <laughs> next dream <laughs> yeah i watched a lot of debt-free screams and i always thought if we make it we're going yeah i like it i'm glad you're here yeah i'm so was, proud of y'all it's a good deal so what, what, what is the next big thing yeah for me you know the next big thing is to set up my girls for um, uh, success, you know, in a in just a better platform mm-hmm. to build off of than I had. I'm from a single wide trailer, even though it's in California, um, and I just want better for them. So for me, the the future is trying to build for them, and then us enjoying our lives a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and really being a, an opportunity to give and and affect people in a better way. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I guess, guys. Dave. There's probably a nice truck in the future, though. <laughs> I would hope. I think he's he's earned it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe a side by side. He's a millionaire. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, come on, come on, pay cash for it. Get you a toy. Yeah, that's good. That y'all should. You should enjoy some of this, and you should give some of it, and you should use some of it for investing and um, building up the future and changing your family tree. And you will. So mm-hmm. very, very well done. Very proud of y'all. What do Thank you tell you. people? The key to getting out of debt is. I think that it's avoiding lifestyle creep. Mm-hmm. That was something that I feel that we did really well over the eight years. Mm-hmm. You know, Nick had a lot of promotions and a lot of pay raises. I had a few commission checks come in, and they pretty much went all to the mortgage. And that was hard mm-hmm. when you see other people. It's unrewarding. It's very unrewarding. <laughs> and it, it's it's hard after a while, and you just say, oh, I just want to do X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And we just didn't. We just kept saying, no, you know, mm. we, we want to pay a price to win. And, and over the course of the eight years, we spent the first four years in baby steps one through five and you know three four five felt like it took a really long time to get through we really just kind of crawled through those and those were you know hard slow years Mm -hmm. and then uh, we paid off 180 in the last four years so it really kind of picked up at the end and that's well your income changed during that the the income changed everything changed We we were working together and the snowball really got going yeah. It was it was really neat to see that. Way to go, you guys. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. We did a tracking process as well. We kind of bought these hurricane lamps and we put some uh, smooth stones in them. Each stone was $500. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the budget meeting at the end of the yeah. month, we would you know see how much we could put in towards it. And we would bring the girls in and we'd each put a rock in and sometimes we only put two and yep. sometimes we put 15 yeah you know you but yeah. it was it was something that we brought them in for and we would talk about you know why are we even doing this and what yeah. is dead and why is this important and so bring them up let's introduce them what are their yeah. names and ages 
So, so I got two of them here. Oldest is uh, Sabrina. Youngest mm-hmm. is Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Great. Hey, we've got the Live and Give box for you, the Baby Steps Millionaire's book, which is what you've done. Congratulations. The Total Money Makeover book and a Financial Peace University membership for you to either enjoy or give any of it. Just our way of saying thanks for you to come and people buy that and give that stuff away all the time. So thank you, guys. So you. very proud of you. Nick and Laura, Sabrina and Cassidy, San Bernardino, California. 223000 paid off in 99 months, making 71 to one. 95 baby steps millionaires at 42 count it down let's hear a debt-free scream are you ready three two one we're debt-free yeah oh you gotta love it man oh man those little girls have a mom and daddy that changed their lives yeah well done that's grown-up stuff there boys and girls this is the Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Proverbs 12, 15, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. Tommy Lasorda says the only problem with success is that it does not teach you how to deal with failure. Joe is with us. Joe is in uh, Cincinnati. Hi, Joe. How are you? I am fantastic. How can we help? All right. Now I've got a question. I've been pretty intently saving uh, to buy a new Bronco, even selling my early Bronco. And uh, through my intensity and focus, I've actually saved up enough to pay off my home. And now I'm struggling. Do I continue on with my plan to buy my Bronco or pay off my house? Wow. That's cool. Those Broncos are cool. So what do you make? Uh, about 150 mm. What's the Bronco cost? Uh, 56. Okay. And you can pay off your house. I'm for, a car guy. You pay off your house. I'm a car for 56. Guy and I've got a couple other ones. Yes. You have a couple of other cars. Yeah. I've got a, an old classic from my father-in-law and then, uh, or the Bronco that I've also had for about 35 years that the value has increased on it also. Oh yeah. Wow. yeah those things are through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Um, Well, it's a simple question that you have to answer for yourself. I don't think anyone else can answer it for you. What do you want more, a new Bronco or a paid-off house? And um, I'm the other side of all of that. Um, let, let me just tell you this, too. It's not it's not a permanent choice. It's which one do you want first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you buy the paid-off Bronco, then your next goal is you're going to pay off the house, and you make good money, and you're going to pay it off fairly quick, right? Yes. Or if you pay off the house, if you pay off the house, you don't have a house payment, um, and now we can save like crazy and mm-hmm. buy a new Bronco. So, I mean, my guess is is that um, two years from today, you've accomplished both goals. Agreed? Yes. So just which one do you want for the next two years? Because the other one's going to wait 18 months to two years. Yeah, I'm also struggling because I've drove junk for years uh, and, and even a free car to keep it going just so I can do something. I'm struggling spending that much money, thinking of spending that much money on a vehicle now. It's always what I thought I wanted. When it comes down to uh, letting it go for that, I don't know. Uh, You're not getting rid of the other two classics, right? No. Okay, good. 
I was going to say, I love the old Bronco more than the new one, but this is your money. Yeah. Oh, I, I wouldn't make the trade. I'd keep those yeah, two and absolutely. then add the, add the new one to the mix. The new one's a cool car. It's it's a neat car. Um, Are you driving something that you're not proud of right now? Is that why you he's driving? He's driving one of those classics, aren't you? Uh, no, right now no. I'm driving about a $8,000 car. I upgraded last year from my freebie junker. Uh, so I upgraded, uh, in the meantime to save up for a Bronco. I've just been able to save up sooner than I thought. What's the, uh, what's the balance on your house? Exactly. Uh, 72,000. And you have 56 in the Bronco account or what? Uh, just in my general savings, uh, we actually have about, uh, I think, uh, 70, uh, liquid right now, not counting our emergency fund. What's in the emergency fund? Uh, we keep about 20 in there and it's normally low but i've retired military so i've got a pension mm-hmm. pretty good pension that comes in monthly so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love the car i love the bronco i think they're cool cars i don't own one of them but i think they're a very cool car i can understand where you're coming from having said that i personally would wait 18 months to buy the new bronco and i would pay off my house mm-hmm. uh, but right. the point is you're going to do both within 24 months and you need to have a game plan to do that. It's just a matter of which one goes first. That's the only choice we're making. We're not making a choice of Bronco versus house. We're making a choice of which one comes first in the 24-month calendar. And that helps Sounds me good. That helps me make the decision to do the house. Does that make sense? Yes. And, and then, then you're going to feel a little wiser spending this much on a car than you feel right now you feel like you're overdoing it a little bit right now because that house is still dangling out there and if you do the house first and the bronco second the bronco's not going to come with as much guilt yeah and if if that older bronco is pretty slick i'd get rid of the eight thousand dollar car sell it drive the sweet bronco around if you want to upgrade you you've worked hard i get what he's saying he's like i've been driving crap for so long and now i kind of want to drive something nice but i'm with you that house is going up in value the bronco he buys will not no 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 it's not i know the old one did but you're not going to keep this one 45 years that's right going to be that's correct thing so and it's not uh 1800 bucks which is what you paid for the other ones <laughs> right, exactly right <laughs> back in the day or whatever crazy? whatever it was yeah I, just, but I would be driving that old bronco uh, if it I were me I, it depends on you know you don't want to mess it up you don't put miles on it. Yeah, yeah i get it's it not a daily driver joe's in cincinnati hey joe what's up oh that's what, it's wait a minute that's oh, just, we went back to joe i just i screwed yeah. up yeah hi hi joe <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. Brian is in Los Angeles. Let's try that. Hey, Brian, how are you? Hello, sir. I'm doing great. Thank you for the time to be on here today. I've been a big listener to you guys for a while now, and because you, I got out of debt a couple of years ago. Thanks. But, um, my, que- my question today is uh, I'm married. I have two boys. We live in Los Angeles County. And my question is uh, we make a good income here. And, um, however, we're very unsatisfied with the quality of life here, just the uh, school values, the crime, homelessness, and all in all, just the unchristian society. So we're considering relocating to another state, um, such as either Tennessee or Idaho or a few others. Um, the issue is that um, our my projected income would probably be cut close to being in half. Why? What um, do you do? I, so I'm a police officer in L.A. County, okay. and with overtime, mm-hmm. uh, I usually bring around 140 to 150 a year. 
and the same salary in those areas are are, are a good bit less, maybe like sixty percent of that. Yeah, but you know, you're, any- you're at it, you're comparing overtime to no overtime, also. Yep, it's not half, True. but it is in in your field. It is substantially less. Yeah. But it's also worth just kicking the tires in other states. You know, what would a, an Atlanta Metro situation? That's not the greatest thing in the world, but it's the cost of living would be less than LA. Look at multiple states in a region to kind of see what your opportunities are. How long have you been on the force? Uh, that's another thing. Twelve years. So does I'd that qualify? You does that qualify you for moving into like a a highway patrol role in one of the states? Because those do pay a lot more than the states you're talking mm-hmm. about. I would likely be able to go into any type of law enforcement field in, in any other state, but just com- comparing it to California, it just it truly is a significant. Um, not necessarily. Yeah, not necess- how not, much research have you done on this? And I'm going to tell you why. I covered this story recently. The Fraternal Order of Police, uh, they are having a hard time recruiting police officers. You understand why. I don't need to get into that. And there's a great opportunity right now for you with 12 years of experience in Los Angeles County. I think you need to do more research and see what your opportunities for uh, transfer would look like and then growth. And Dave makes a very good point. There may even moving be into some a, signing bonuses available. Yeah, and moving into a state police role uh, in another region of the country could be really lucrative And that would you. not necessarily be a pay cut then. Yeah, I mean, you move into a bureau of investigation yeah. in one of the states like tennessee tbi or something like that um but i you, would get out that's the heart of his question i would get out if i felt the way that you set it up to dave and i i would get out i think you're um moving but i think you've got to do a little bit more work on the career side mm-hmm. so that it isn't as big a cut as you perceive it to be that's correct because that what you're outlining at first blush is true I mean, if you compare it to an outlying county or something like that in, uh, you know, in, in a Texas, a Tennessee, or what Florida, whatever, you might, you might, uh, you might see that bigger cut. But there's ways to get into a metro situation. There's ways to get into state situations, mm-hmm. and with your experience, you might move in, move up several um, le- pay levels uh, in one of those states, and actually come out fairly close. And there's overtime available everywhere in your world. Tell you what, high school football games and church on Sunday morning. Everywhere. (laughs) Police everywhere. Hey, man, we appreciate you. Stay safe out there. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.